now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're here doing what we do best. At least I think we do it best. Yep. Or maybe this is just the thing we do best. Well, I think that's more appropriate. Uh, as opposed yeah. to all the other more things accurate. that we do. Accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And which is basically driving up and down the roads of America, just picking up songs from everywhere. And, yeah. And, and say, sharing them with oh, people. Oh, look what I found. I yeah. found a song. Yeah, how about that? And uh, let's all listen to it Let's together. all listen to it yeah, together. why not? Why not? Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere is exactly what is Americana music. And that's a really fair question. And we don't exactly, you know, grapple with it. We just say, this is our opinion. Our opinion, our opinion. is that, that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. Exactly. Yeah. So it may be different than other people's opinion, but... Uh, it it is ours, and we go with that. And, and it's a uh, pretty deep lake to fish from. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, gosh, there's so many different types of music that fall under that. It could be rockabilly. It could be blues. It could be funk. Classical. It could be minstrel. It could be soul. Uh, Creole. Jazz. Ragtime. Um, swing. Rhythm and blues. Bubblegum. Or what else? What else? Boogaloo. Boogaloo. <laughs> It could yes. be all those things and We're more. We're going to have to revisit Boogaloo. I yeah. Think, just for the heck of it. I think so. Um, and, the, of course, the format of the show is that um, um, we show up each week, each of us, which, with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. We sit down here at the table in, in Rosie, uh-huh. and we say, what you got? Right. And we take turns starting. That's true. And I believe I started first last time. You did. Okay, so you go first, Roger. Okay, so um, we have covered this guy before, a guy by the name of Buddy Miller. Mm-hmm. Remember, we talked about him. He pops up a lot. He's had a lot of influence on people. And uh, But uh, we've also covered this other guy, a guy named Jim Lauderdale. Yes, we have. And uh, as a matter of fact, most recently, um, I, I covered a uh, project that he worked on with Roland White. Um, that was that got, kind of in the basement tapes lost kind of and, a thing, yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I came across this uh, project that Buddy Miller and Jim Lauderdale uh, put out together. On purpose. They didn't hide it uh, in, in the basement. Okay. No, no. This was from 2012. And um, it said, in an unexpected moment of inspiration, the two have collaborated to make a true duets record, trading licks and verses for one of the most inspired and fun albums of 2012. It is a lot of fun. Uh, and, and I picked this next tune, but I ended up, uh, I don't do a lot of live versions, um, but I had a problem with the mix on uh, on the album, to be honest, on this particular song, because the first lead... You can hardly hear it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of mixed down, and it frustrated me. So I, I found it from another source, and it was the same thing. Cool. So I found a live version uh, that they did. It was live uh, at the Stage on 6th in Austin, Texas, in March of 2013. And it's a great version. It's really inspired, and you can hear everything great. 
Uh, so here it is, Buddy Miller and Jim Lauderdale doing The Train That Carried My Gal From Town. And I, I, I got to tell you the truth. I think that's the first time we've chosen a live version over a studio version of a song. 
Yeah. Because usually the studio versions are just more produced. Yeah. You know, and stuff. Yeah. I don't, it just frustrated me. And so uh, I couldn't, uh, I, it, I like the live version though. It's got a lot of life to it. It so. does. Like, it, because it's live. It's because it's got, Go figure. because it's, it's live. Okay. Okay. Well, enough on that, Leo. Um, back to you. You know, first of all, we have to explain a phenomenon uh, that is probably gone forever. Okay. And that is the advent of the 45 RPM record. Right. Now, we know that the record is gone forever, but there's, there's a, a reason that this next song even exists, and it had to do with the fact there was a 45 RPM record with two sides on it. Right. Okay. There's always an A side and a B side. Always an A side and a B side. And mm-hmm. sometimes the B side was kind of a surprise side. Right. So what a lot of companies would do, these were released as demos to radio stations or whatever. They would put a song on the backside that, in case they put the wrong side on, it would be obvious. No, that's a crap song. Let me look at. Oh, there's, oh okay. There's the good song. Right. right? Uh huh. Well, that, again, we we've uh, featured several times where that didn't really exactly work out. Yeah, I, I always thought it'd be interesting to do a show of B sides. B sides. Yeah, that's we might a consider good idea. That. Yeah. We, we might give that a go. Okay. Well, this next song uh, I am going to feature has a story about that. Basically, uh, this was recorded by a band that did not even have a name. When the song was recorded, okay. they were recording a throwaway B-side for a, a, a 45 a, a single that they thought really you know, was going to get out there and break it up. So the name of the band, which they came up on after the fact, was Steam. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, they, in 1969, these guys at Mercury Record Studios in New York City, we talk about Mercury a lot right. on here. Well, these guys, that uh, was written and recorded by studio musicians Gary DiCarlo and Dale Frusauer, I think is his name. Uh, but they, uh, they, came, they came into the studio, and they had just signed with the label, and they had these three good songs, and they didn't want to put on any of them on a B-side, so they were going to do three 45s, right, with a different B-side on each one, you know, okay. just so they know. Okay, so here's what I hear. The guys have some creds. I mean... These guys uh, had written music, Green Tambourine, oh, yeah. which was a big song. And uh, Working on a Groovy Thing was another one of theirs. But what are, some of the recordings on this, like the drum part of the drum track, was snatched from a different recording session that was done for a whole different song. Oh, wow. All right? I mean, there's this heavy-duty, when you hear, listen to the song, you hear this heavy-duty drum beat all the way. That was not recorded for this song. Wow. They, they, they used that from another session. And just, and just, way cheaper than hiring a drummer. Way cheaper. <laughs> so, so they just kept working on the song, and then uh, he, they were working in the studio, you know, and, and he says, when you don't know the words, you just go, nah, 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 nah. You okay. know, well, that made it on. That turned out to be the words for a large part of this song, right? Okay. Okay, so anyway, uh, by the beginning of the uh, 21st century, okay, the uh, series Na 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 Hey Hey Kiss Him Goodbye had exceeded 6.5 million records. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not bad for a B-side. Yeah, huh? right. So, and uh, to tell you the truth, this song has been used a lot for, for sports things when somebody struck out. Right. Or, you know, good, good. It's just a great song. And now you listen to it with new ears. This is Steam doing their song from 1969 called Na Na Hey Hey Kiss Him Goodbye.
one final thing about this song I want to mention. Um, the, the group that is seen on the album cover and in the old black and white video was a road group that had nothing to do with the recording. Oh, geez. The, the road group was lip syncing to DiCarlo's vocal in the video. So, wow. That's just a total made up song, man. Wow. All right. That's, I'm done. Okay. Well, I'm going to finish a trilogy that I started uh, sometime back. Uh, as you recall, it started with um, a guy by the name of Muzzy Brown. Yes. Uh, which we did a song called Homegrown Tomatoes. And uh, I misspoke when I uh, moved to the second band. Uh, he actually had four sons, okay? So the second one we featured was uh, the two younger sons, which were Mickey and Gary. And they had a band called Mickey and the Motor Cars. We did a song yeah, by them. Did. Yep. Okay, so we're going to get the two older brothers involved in this time. And this was, um, let's see, uh, they were uh, Cody and Willie. And uh, they started a band called Reckless Kelly. And uh, again, it's country, but uh, got a nice kind of folky feel to it. I, I, I like it a lot. And, and by the way, uh, our pal Katie was the one that turned us on to oh, us. There comes Katie. Yep. So, uh, She's got that third cheek thing going for her. She does. She yeah. does. So um, uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's give this one a listen uh, by Reckless Kelly. It's off their album, Wicked Twisted Road from 2006 is the title cut. My first love was a wicked twisted road I hit the million mile mark at 17 years old I never saw the rainbow, much less a pot of gold Yeah, my first love was a wicked twisted road My first love was a castle in the sky Never thought I'd make it till I had the guts to try Then I sat up in my tower while the whole world passed me by Yeah, my first love was a castle in the sky Listen in reality would come for too long. 
first love was an angry pain for some My first love was a wicked twist of rope I hit the million mile mark at 17 years old I never saw the rainbow, much less a pot of gold Yeah, my first love was a wicked twist of rope Love was a wicked twist road. And that's the trilogy. Yes, it is. Good job. Yeah, tying thanks. it all together. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you, Katie, for that. All right. Oh, look at the time. Yeah, with that, I think we are uh, about out of time for this segment. We need to take a quick break. Well, we need to go police the area because, of course, tomorrow's moving day. Tomorrow's moving day, yeah. So we need to uh, pick up the trash and check that. Left, left rear, rear inside, inside dual, and I think it's your turn to check the tire. Uh, I don't know if it is or not, but I'll do it. Okay, okay. that's very big of you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'd rather do that than listen to you whine. I don't whine. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. okay, we'll do that, and we'll be right back. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. We are back. We are back. Yes, we are. Um, uh, just so you know, that uh, left rear inside deal was about four pounds down. About four pounds. It's just every time. Every time, yeah. man. So. That's one of the most constant things in our life right now. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> that's our, yeah, That's sad, isn't it? There's only going to be three or four pounds. That's it. <laughs> Everything else is that's, just so, you know. Yeah, erratic. All over the place. Yeah. Oh, mercy. So we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Fort Myers, Florida. Yeah. What can you say about Southern Florida, oh, man? Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, we've been, you know, on this trip, we've been in some mighty cold climates. You we know? have. And yeah. then, then we've been couple places like this. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's here again. It's, if, you know, if we were better aim with a dart, we could maybe plan <laughs> we it. Stay down here. Yeah. Or <laughs> get a smaller map. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, here's an here's interesting thing about I mean, this city, Fort Myers, is considered the, the gateway, right, to Southwest Florida region. It's a major tourist distraction. I mean, it's another one of those places. You just said a tourist distraction. I did. Well, that's close enough. You said it intentionally? Uh, Actually, no, but that's kind of like, what do you call those? Uh, Freudian slip or something. It's a major distraction. I think I'm just going to leave it that way. It is pretty distracting because, first of all, this is another one of those places where we don't, we kind of stand out for the wrong reason. Yeah. I mean, we got Rosie parked rows and rows of these. Monster. Oh, yeah. Must, they've got their own zip code. You know? They do, yeah. It's just an amazing thing. Yeah, that's but true. It wasn't always like that. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, every time we talk about one of these places that comes up, who do we end up talking about? Uh, probably maybe Native Americans. Native Americans. Sure. You know, uh, and it, it, it's, if you uh, look around, there's so many things named Seminole, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that was the Indian tribes that were here. And actually, the Seminole Nation was kind of a, a conglomerate of several different Indian tribes. Uh, but anyway, they, uh, they, they settled the place and they, they were eventually overcome by development down here. Now, in, uh, in, night, in uh, August 12th, 1885, this town of Fort Myers had 349 residents. Wow. Right? And they incorporated it. And at the time, get a load of this, with 349 residents, it was the second largest town on the Gulf Coast south of Cedar Key. 
Wow. <laughs> it's grown somewhat now. A bit, you might say. Uh, it, partly due to the fact, like, in 1885, uh, Thomas Albert Edison, Thomas Edison, uh, he was cruising down here, and he stopped off to visit Fort Myers, and he bought 13 acres along this river in town. Then he built his home, Seminole Lodge, as, as a winter retreat, and it included a laboratory for his continue work, uh, continuing work. And then uh, another guy that discovered the area was Henry Ford. Oh, my. And he developed his own place called the Mangoes. Now, both of those places, Seminole Lodge and the Mangoes, are open for visitation right now. You can go okay. down. It's another distraction. Of course. Of course it is. Anyway, that's a little background yeah. on Fort Myers. It's a beautiful place, and we've got a chance to warm up a little bit, and we're ready to move on. That's true. Well, you know, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly why is it that you uh, travel across this great country of ours and that old motor home and stay at Shady Grove RV parks. Because we really don't have any place else to go. It's kind, of, you know, kind of what we have. That's and, what we have. We make our best, you know, and yeah. do well with it. Well, you know, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, they who have these things called ranches. ranches yeah. yeah. So they do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, of course, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the, the Dosca Basis Mountains. Yep. And Alan Bailey, the Swing Gate Ranch. Right. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. And, of course, Orrin Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Exactly. And we used to, we did whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. We whined, but... But, you know. but, but our pal Suzanne did not accuse us of whining. Right. She just said, look, guys, you do have a ranch. Now get over yourself. Yeah, your ranch is the entire continental United States. So you could say that we have a ranch... Without, Without fences, fences. right. Yeah. We go wherever we want. That's right. And, and Rosie gets us there, by golly. Well, that's right. We travel that ranch in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Why you... Yeah, sweet Rosie. Rosie gets us there. She does. Yep. She ain't, she ain't beautiful to anybody but us. That's, that's, that's a good point. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. All right, Leo. Well, uh, I think it's back to you. You remember uh, last time we talked, um, we had the uh, last show, we talked about a guy named Mickey Newberry. Yes. And uh, because he wrote a song called What Condition My Condition Was In, right? Yeah. And, and uh, the, the original of that was most interesting. They're very interesting. <laughs> and, yeah, really interesting. Well, and we also made note of the fact that he uh, he's not the one that had the big hit with it, of right. course. Um, that would have been uh, Kenny Rogers in the first edition. Well, I, when I started looking into it, Roger, I realized that's one of those songs that everybody had to take a turn at. Oh, really? Oh, man. The further I looked, the more versions of that song I found. Oh, no. A bunch of them. Really? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> okay. And guess what? What? I did a mashup. He did the mash. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. This one was almost too easy. Oh, man, I'm so glad. I've been doing these piddling little mix-ups. Uh, I've been waiting for a honest-to-God ma- mash-up. This, one, this, is a, this is a pretty good one here. Like I said, everybody had to have a go at this song, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're going to hear, uh, I'm going to just tell you who they are, and okay. then we'll put it on the list. Well, I, I didn't. You play Kenny Rogers yet? So I used the Kenny Rogers version to open and close the, okay. the mashup. Right in between, you're going to hear Willie Nelson, Betty Lavette, Supergrass, White Denim, 
Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. I know them. Do you know Sharon Jones? Yeah. And Irby, here's why you haven't heard before. Irby Green and 21 Trombones. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> they, they did it. Version. A guy named Sam Felt, Jerry Lee Lewis, who originally recorded the song but didn't release it, right? And uh, let's see, who else did I put on here? Uh, oh, yeah, Gretchen Peters. Yeah, this is that's a version to die for. Linda Kay, and then I finish it with Kenny Rogers again. Wow. Okay. So so buckle in, buddy. <laughs> I can't wait. This is what condition my condition was in by I don't know how many different people, but here we go. <laughs> This morning with the sun down shining in Found my mind in a brown paper bag again Tripped on a cloud, fell eight miles high Told my mind on a jagged sky Hey, I dropped in to see your condition My condition was in Endings. That's not quite it yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not, not quite yet. 
Okay. Back to real end. Oh, that was great, Leo. Oh, it's kind of nuts. That was awesome. It's kind of fun, though. Yeah, like, yeah. All right. I like the disco version. Yeah. That was all good. That was <laughs> that was crazy. Well, there you go. Not to put too much on you, but it's back to you. Well, you know, the only thing I can do uh, after something like that is just do a complete 180. I, I totally agree. And uh, I stumbled onto a compilation, and it was called, uh, it's called Country Girls, The Early Years. Huh, okay. And so it's it's uh, female groups, um, female singers, you know, and um, I've, uh, there's this one group called the Aaron Sisters with the Song O Paters. The what? Song O Paters. I have no idea what that is. I have no idea. That I I could not find uh, really anything on them. Uh, they were also called the Randall Sisters. And they were a female vocal trio from the golden age of radio, tight harmony nasal singing from the three Aaron sisters, a.k.a. the Randall sisters, right. taken from their 1933 and 34 appearances on Wade Lane's syndicated transcription, transcription series, Pinto Pete and his Ranch Boys. So uh, this is just something that came from that compilation. And it's just cool. It's... it's uh, uh, Sisters, genetic harmony, All right. acapella. Got it. Song is called How Am I Doing?
they're sisters, right? Yeah. See, there's nothing like sibling harmony. Right. You can really hear it yeah. when they're locked in like that. Yeah, that was a great uh, stumble on my part. Uh, that, you stumble pretty good. I stumble well sometimes. You stumble well. Sometimes I fall. <laughs> well, occasionally, but <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give you that. The Aaron sisters caught me on this one. <laughs> okay, Leo, where do we go from here? This is guy, his, name is, his real name is Thomas Palsy LaBeff, right? Okay. And But he uh, professionally he went by the name of Sleepy LaBeef. Good. <laughs> and this is guy, the history of this guy is amazing. I mean, he was born in July of 1935, and he passed away in 2019. But he was born, I love that this is worth it just for the name of this town, right? It's called Smackover, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> he was the youngest of 10 children, and he was raised on a farm growing cotton and watermelon. And he received the name Sleepy because he had a lazy eye. Oh, okay. Okay, not correct at all, but yeah, you know, not a, politically correct. Th- there you go. But... Yeah, sleepy eye there. Yep. Now he learned guitar. Um, he became a fan of George Jones, Bill Monroe, and people like that. Um, Sister Rosetta Tharp. I think we've featured her on this program before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, he learned how to play guitar, and he moved to Houston, Texas, when he was 18 years old. And he immediately got a job singing gospel music on local radio, and he had put together a band to play. And he also um, he he helped uh, produce and play on songs uh, on um, programs like the Louisiana Hayride. Oh, sure, which is legendary. Yeah, but get a load of this. He was also an actor, right? He had some acting creds too. Now he was six feet six inches tall. Wow, which could have something to do with the fact that um, he got uh, a role playing the Swamp Thing. In, in this 1968 movie called The Exotic Ones, which is also, friends, right? Also known as The Monster and the Stripper. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, what a character. I got to see some video of this guy playing. He was an incredible performer. He was known for his uh, extensive repertoire. He knew a million songs, Okay. Man. And for his live performances, and at one time undertaking some 300 performances in a year, right? Wow. So he described himself as uh, root music, old-time rock and roll, southern gospel, hard-clapping music, black blues, Hank Williams-style country. He says, we mix it up real good. <laughs> so, so this is Sleepy LaBeef. Uh, this is a great, great song from 1979. It's called Bottle Up and Go. Mama killed a chicken, thought it was a duck Put it on a table with the legs sticking up Gotta pile it up and go I Gotta pile it up and go You high-powered women show Gotta pile it up and go I may be old, getting up in years Still no how to shift this gears Gotta pile it up and go I Gotta pile it up and go you high-powered women show Got the bottle to the go Told my woman Night before last The gate she's walking Just a little too fast Got the bottle to the go Got the 
nickel is a nickel and a dime is a dime. Got a house full of kids and all of them crying. Got to pile it up and go. I got to pile it up and go. You high-powered women show. Got to pile it up and go. Rockabilly, I don't know Rockabilly. That's great stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, he really gets after it, man. Yeah. Fun guy. Hey, you know what? Hey, what? Uh, It's uh, time we get out of here for a minute, and uh, this is where we need to go do some apologizing to the neighbors. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, grab that six-pack. We we always have a good one. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, and I I, I think I might have found us a new sponsor. Really? Because we need... When we were talking well, we about need, sponsor for a long time. Yeah, right? we need sponsors. And yeah, uh, yeah. this one, I don't know, it might be age appropriate. I'm not sure. But, uh, but, but I don't know. There's four different versions. Uh, let's just give a listen and see which one moves you. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, which one moves me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, hang, let, hang let's give it a listen. X-Lax helps you towards your normal regularity. Gently overnight. X Lax helps you. Do you like that? I don't know. Uh, Maybe well, yeah. Try this one. X Lax helps you towards your normal regularity. Gently overnight, X Lax helps you. Uh, Is that better? Kind of. Okay, yeah. let's. X Lax helps you gently overnight. Towards your normal regularity, X Lax helps you. That's uh, starting to feel it. Starting to X Lax helps you. Towards your normal regularity, gently overnight, X Lax helps you. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's the one. Okay, yeah. That okay, all right. Uh, uh, hey, this a, is America on a Road Show. We're going to take a short break. Yeah, right here at Trucker Radio USA. Look out. We're back. Yeah, we're backing up. Well, we're, that's what we do. That's what we do. We are the derriers, and you should we back up. fear our backing up. Really? We don't do it so well. I mean, oh, well, in Rosie. In Rosie, of with course. Rosie, right. Of course you should. She's yes. a whole different thing. That's true. Well, you know, uh, this is the part of the show where we uh, we like to ask nicely, uh, Su- suggest, maybe uh, recommend, implore, or, or just downright beg. Beg, we'll just beg, beg yeah. people to go to our website. Please go, to, yeah, go, go to the website. To, I mean, they're pretty entertaining. Uh, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. Very important to say the. Yeah, 
it seems like a little word. Yeah. But that little word can change your life right yeah. there. Yeah. It's, you're speaking from experience. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Please use thederrieres.com. And, of course, the one for the band is... Oh, that'd be threetrailswest.com with the number three. Yeah. And uh, if you go to either of those websites, uh, you will find a lot of content. content. And if you watch it, we're pretty certain you will be contented. contented but there's so much of it, you can become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, us and we'll get it straightened out. For yeah, you. yeah. Cool. there are contact us tabs at both websites, or you can get right to us with our uh, email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. at thederrieres.com. Yeah. and there you uh, go. Right. Uh, oh, the other thing is, if you go to thederrieres.com and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, you can listen to any of our past episodes and uh, listen to them uh, at your leisure. Yes. Hopefully, in, in your, your leisure, leisure suit. suit. You yeah. should dress appropriately. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, and let us know. Uh, we hope, uh, give us some uh, recommendations. We like that a lot. We do. We really appreciate it. Yeah, send song lists. That's, that's where we get a lot of this stuff. You bet. Absolutely. All right. So, I believe uh, that you're up. After I this am. very strange commercial. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We just needed a little break. But yeah. we're back at it. <laughs> we so. We're back. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I had a... I don't know, an inspiration, I don't know. You know how things from your past come to you just out of nowhere. Yes. And this one did. And, you know, we we haven't really featured a lot of Southern rock. We have not. Um, but the band Black Oak, Arkansas oh, came to geez, mind. Oh, jeez, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Man, that was one of the first concerts I saw. It was. Yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about this, but I only saw them once, so we must have both been there. I guess so. Yeah. As I recall, Jim Dandy was standing on top of the stack of speakers playing. Yes, Jim Dandy Magnum yeah. was his name. And he was he was standing at it, and we were right maybe 20 feet out from yeah. the stack. It was one of the loudest concerts I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, the, the, these guys, um, they, they, they were named after their hometown, which was Black Oak, Arkansas. Right. Uh, but originally, uh, their first uh, name was the Nobody Else, uh, spelled K-N-O-W, the Nobody Else. Clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was in 1963. It was formed by some high school pals uh, living around Black Oak, Arkansas. Their first PA system was stolen from Monette High School. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, they went out to some uh, galvanized grain bin and cleaned it out, and that's where they, you know, crank it up and blow their eardrums out. <laughs> But uh, anyway, they uh, they the nobody else moved to Memphis, Tennessee in 1969, and they signed a record deal with Stax Records. Oh, well, there you companies. go. You know that's right up there. Yeah. And their um, their their first album was largely ignored by the the public. You know, it just didn't do much. So, but during this time, the band became interested in psychedelia and Eastern spiritualism with. Combined with their Southern Baptist upbringing, contributed to their sound. <laughs> oh boy! Well, that explains a lot. Put that in a mixer and turn yeah. it on. Uh, but they went to uh, L.A. and in 1970 they were signed by Atco Records, which uh, the parent company was Atlantic Records. Okay. okay, and they had a partnership with Stax, so it's all kind of tied in. And they were rechristened Black Oak, Arkansas. So, you know, they they played, uh, really, they played at Kansas City's Arrowhead Stadium. 
They played at Charlotte Motor Speedway, the Royal Albert Hall in London, England. Whoa. I mean, they did some things, you know. Yeah. And they, they played at the California Jam Festival in Ontario, California in 1974, where over 200,000 people were there. Good grief. And that was alongside Black Sabbath, the Eagles, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Deep Purple, Earth, Wind of Fire, Seals and Crofts, and Rare Earth. I mean, They were hanging know. out with those guys. Yeah. So, uh, but whatever. Um, so, I... I I don't know. I just picked a song that uh, resonated for me because I was familiar with it. From their album, High on the Hog, Black Oak, Arkansas, doing Jim Dandy to the Rescue. Totally flashing back. <laughs> wow. You know, as I recall, there were a couple other songs on there. You said you considered one, but... Um, yeah, it wouldn't be appropriate. Okay, all right. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, they had a lot of those. We, we, we're going to have to put that other song in our inappropriate songs file folder for later. Yeah, for, a, for an internet. For uh, internet, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Okay, Leo, well, where do we go from there? I'm going to take a big turn. <laughs> Good. We seem to be doing a lot of that today. Um <laughs> You know, we talk about all the different styles of music that we do, and one that I don't know if we've done this or not is Zydeco. Yeah. It's, you know, it's kind of an offshoot of that whole Cajun thing. Sure. But uh, I'm going to feature this guy named uh, Chris Ardoin, I think is how his name is pronounced. 
and Double Clutching was the name of his band, right? Uh, he was born in 1981 in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And his band is a, he's a, what they call a Zydeco accordionist and singer. He is one of the young artists that helped form Nouveau Zydeco, right? Okay. And a style of music that uh, basically they fused um, traditional Zydeco with various styles, including hip-hop, reggae, and R&B. So he's got a really unique sound. Now, get a little of this. He was a child prodigy. He came from a long line of uh, Zydeco musicians. And up until the time he was a teenager, that's literally all he listened to. He was not influenced by folk or country. Wow. You know, he just, he was listening Zeroed to Zydeco. Zeroed in, focused. Focus. He started with the accordion at the age of two. And get a little of this. Um, he, when he recorded this song, he was only 17 years old. Wow. All right. So it's just kick butt music. Uh, Chris Ardoin and the uh, the name of the song, and I don't, I'm not going to pronounce this right. It's called uh, Dimanche Après Midi, and that I think roughly translates to "Help, there's a hog in my kitchen." I'm sure it does. As near as I can tell. Let's give it a listen. Chris Ardoin. <laughs>
wait, 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 wait. There you go. Nice. You know, that's a nice little waltz. Yeah, that was a good pick, Leo. But you, you don't lead so well. No, I'm more of a follower. You're more of a follower? Yeah. Okay, so I'll lead next time. Okay. But at least now we have something to apologize for. <laughs> you know. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Hey, and you know what? Hey, what? Uh, I think we are about out of time. Oh, we are out of time. Yeah. I don't want to leave. It's uh, The weather's so it's nice, nice here. It's nice here. It's yeah. nice here. I don't know. Let's hope that we have a good uh, throw of the dart. We'll just have to find That's out. That's right. Yeah. We've got to figure so, out where we're going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, having said that, let's see. Uh, it is uh, my turn to throw the dart. Correct. So you need to get the map. Oh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Hang on for a second. Back there in the closet. I know, but you, know, you keep putting stuff in there. Well, because it's buried. Okay, what okay. about it? You can find oh, it? Man, Careful. So Be gentle. Okay, I got it. Careful with it, okay? All right. Okay, I'm going to put it up on the wall. Here. All right. Smooth it out the yeah. best I can. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. as good as I can do right okay. there. Okay. All, All right. right, good. Okay, I'll get the uh, dart uh, spoon drawer two. Careful, I can poke myself. I know. Are you. We were blit. Okay, I, I got it. I got it. It's got blood on it. I know. Wow, you could have cleaned it off. Yeah, well, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> okay, so now, okay. Uh, let's see. you got to uh, get in the circle. Yes, I am. Right, okay, ready? I'm ready to go. Three times around. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay, we went uh, west kind and of north. Kind of centralish. Yeah. Uh, we're in Indiana. That works. Uh, Greencastle, Indiana. Never heard of it. Never heard of it and have no idea, but I guess we'll find it anyway. It's always an adventure. There's a Shady Grove RV park there, I see. There is. That's okay. where we're going. All right. Well, uh, uh, fun show, Leo. It's been a very, again, a very weird show. It's <laughs> I'd say enlightening, but I don't know no, if it, no. it rose to that. No, that doesn't level. count yeah. as enlightenment. Yeah. So okay. Uh, okay. Well, we'll get her packed up and uh, head out tomorrow, and uh, uh, we'll do this again next week. What we, do you say? We will certainly do this next week. Okay. In well, the meantime, did I say mean team? You said mean team. In the meantime, yeah. Don't forget, this is. The Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio, USA. USA. And don't forget to look out behind you, it's the Derriers. <laughs>